Blog Talk Radio. This is Barbara Barnett, and Let's Talk TV Live. I was just kind of wigged out a little bit because the theme song sounded a little strange, um, sort of wavy. I'm not sure. It was like a warped record. (laughs) There aren't records. Um, So we are coming to you tonight to talk about television. I am, okay, guys, hold on. I am the publisher and executive editor of Blog Critics Magazine. That is blogcritics.org. Um, you guys, I know. I'm so excited. I can finally make it public. Um, John <laughs> Sobel and I, the two executive editors of Blog Critics Magazine, have acquired Blog Critics from Technorati Media, big media company, um, and decided that we really wanted to do this. And so we acquired it from them, and we are so excited. Um, we have a its site is all spiffed up and pretty. Um, so everybody go there, go there, go there, blogcritics.org. Wait till after the show um, and take a look. <laughs> it looks so pretty. And we've got lots of improvements that we're going to be making. We're going to be having sweepstakes um, and giveaways and all kinds of other fun stuff. We want people to come and comment. We're going to be giving hopefully badges to people and um, kudos to people, and, and we've got all kinds of things that we want to do. Um, give us a chance to kind of get our feet wet in here. We've never been publishers before, um, but we are inheriting a site that is uh, 12 years old. It is really a granddaddy of online magazines in the online publishing business. Uh, started in 2002 by Eric Olson, uh, who was with the, with the Rolling Stone magazine. And um, so we are really excited to take this magazine into the future and uh, really make it something very, very special. So that is my huge news for the week. I'm so excited. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm excited. We we started a corporation. It's called Critical Lens Media Limited. Cool. And so I'm the president of the corporation. I'm, like, so excited. I've never been a president before. Um, <laughs> so this is great. This is cool. So um, so those of you who are listening out there, I'm putting out the call. If you are passionate about a TV show or a movie genre or a book genre or a music genre, um, come and write for us if you're a good writer. We, we, don't, we don't take everybody. But we totally, Chrissy and uh, and Jimmy both write for us. Um, yes. And we would love to see you. So, like, for example, Katie, if you want to write about Hannibal for us. Oh, there you go. Uh, there we go, right? Um, and because I don't have time to write about Hannibal right now as much as I would love to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're passionate about a TV show that we're not already covering – Um, or you like, you know, mysteries, or you like sci-fi, or you like graphic novels, um, or you like stuff from Dark Horse, or whatever, um, you know, come on by, fill out our writer application. Um, We have one on site, and that will come to me, and we'll want to see some samples of your writing and stuff, and we'll work with you to make sure, you know, I've worked with both Chrissy and with Jimmy to, Mm -hmm. you know, to really get them 
uh, to where they are. And Jimmy, I have to say, you have so improved as a writer over the uh, years you've been writing for blog critics. Um, just really, really, you still you still spell out numbers between ten and a hundred, and and you know you got to watch that. <laughs> but, but other than that, um, but stylistically and structurally, yeah, I've learned a lot through blog yeah. critics for sure. So we really do take the time with our writers if they're sort of new editors. They've never done this kind of journalistic writing before um, to sort of help them out and uh, bring them along. And, uh, and I edit can every to that because <laughs> Barbara yeah, helps thanks. me all the time. <laughs> yeah. And um, we, we to- oh, so Angela has a Disney blog. So that would be cool. And that's something we're not covering. Now, the only criteria is, A, you have to- everything that's on Blog Critics is original. So what you would have to do is publish with us first and then put it on your own blog and put an attribution published first at Blog Critics. And uh, that's our only – everything on Blog Critics is completely original. We do not curate. We do not pull right. things from where on the web. Every single piece of the 20 to 25 or 30 articles we may publish in a day, every piece is original. So we have a staff of six editors. Um, we have a couple hundred writers, and we're always looking for more. So that's my advertisement for the week. And, oh, my other big news is tomorrow night, HBO is having a um, screening and party in honor of Game of Thrones, and I'm going Oh, to you're that. so lucky. I'm jealous. I can't wait. <laughs> I haven't gotten my screener for Game cool. of Thrones. I'm, like, really bummed I haven't gotten a screener yet. HBO is usually really good about and they FedEx everything. Boy, I'll tell wow. you, yes, this one, the next morning by 10 a.m., I have that screener. So I'm hoping wow. that I'll get it in the next two days. They did send me screener for a new comedy that's going to be premiering right after um, right after Game of Thrones. And, you know, you guys know I'm not big on comedies these days, right? Right. Classic comedy. Neither am I. So they sent me um, the new comedy called Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And they sent me the first five episodes. There are eight in the series. And they sent me the first five. And I really like it. I really like really? it. It's, you know, maybe it's because my husband's a software developer and my son-in-law works for Microsoft. And I'm uh-huh. sort of this kind of website development sort of thing right now. Um, and I feel like we've sort of got a startup going. But it, it's, it's really a fun uh, series. I'm really enjoying it. And... I believe I'm interviewing one of the stars of it, Zach. Um, oh man, Rowing? Um, what? Rainick or Rowing? Is it? No, no, is no, Zach no. Uh, Woods. Oh. Um, I think. Oh gosh. Um, Zach Woods from The Office. Zach Woods from The Office. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm oh, going to be. Cool. I'm hoping to interview him sometime this week. Um, they are HBO is trying to arrange that for me as we speak. So, um, very exciting uh, stuff going on. Wow. And and Chrissy, you've got some excitement going on. Oh, my God. I had a great week <laughs> last so week. So, Chrissy, wow. Chrissy was at Haley. And I'm so it's jealous because I just didn't have the time to go. And I'm so glad you were able oh. to go there. And you were standing two inches from Tom Mizon. I, yeah. <laughs> I I'm telling you guys, he is cuter in person even. I don't know if that's yeah. possible. Oh, but my God. He is. And I was just, and Orlando is a kick. Orlando is just, Orlando Jones, he's so funny. He, oh. he he showed up, he was wearing 
He was wearing a, a T-shirt with a mug shot of Ir- Frank Irving, you know, because he was hauled off to to uh, jail whatever at the end of the season. It, mm-hmm. and it was it was it was just so much fun to be there and be um, that close to the cast. And I got to talk to a couple of the executive producers, a couple of the cast members. I was in a group um, interview with Tom Meissen and with Orlando, but I, I got to talk to uh, Lindy Greenwood, who plays Jenny Mills, um, and I got to talk to John Cho, who is who played um, uh, he was he was he plays Andy. He was sort of the uh, the one that ended up he ended up getting killed at the end. <laughs> he was like, I don't even know why I'm here, kind of a thing, but he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to talk to Mark Goffman and um, Heather Caden, who are the exec- who, two of the executive producers. But it was it was like crazy because you know we're all lined up on the carpet as they come, and you know of course I'm at the right. very end. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know they made sure that we that I got to talk to some people, and then they nice. everyone tried to talk to all of us. So I mean, and, but to be nice. there in front with the panel was a blast. Uh, of course, Headless Horseman showed up, which was too funny, and uh, uh-huh. during the panel. He showed up on stage, you know, during the panel to, like, scare the moderator, which he did. And then he turns around to leave, and the axe part of his axe falls off onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> it was, everybody was dying laughing. And then, you know, really the person that was wearing the headless, the headless outfit couldn't bend over to get it, right? Because she right, I'm sure, right. Right. So, oh, my so goodness. He just did, like, a little jig and, and then kind of went off stage, and then some little uh, producer minion came in and picked up the, the head of the axe. It was just funny. <laughs> but uh, but it was incredible to be nice. there with all the fans, too. And, and and can I just say, I mean, seriously, Tom and Nicole, uh, Bahari, Lindy, and um, a couple of the other producers, and Orlando, they stayed afterward and, and signed autographs, tried to sign autographs for some people. And uh, they were just all very nice, easygoing, gracious. You know, they're just they're just a fun nice. pe- group of people. You know, very nice people. So it was. I got. I have an article I'm going to be writing. I posted a shitload of pictures on thehollowaddicts.com um, in the news section. So if you nice. want to go over there and check it out, yeah, Definitely it was, it was do a that. lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. I couldn't good, be. Good, I'm good. dying until oh, next very... year. <laughs> you know, and Angela says she was at Paley last year. And she says, I love it when actors are down to earth. And yeah. you know what? That is so true. And I, you know, it's like the, some of the most down to earth actors that I've met, you know, face to face and in person. Um, uh, Jesse Spencer is just mm-hmm. a lovely, lovely guy. I met him. Um, well, I, I interviewed him by phone, but then I met him um, here in Chicago and uh, mm-hmm. just you know, he's just a really down-to-earth guy. Greg Grunberg from Heroes is another yeah. one, very down-to-earth. And, and uh, um, Jamie Denton, um, you know, oh. I've met a bunch of this from, from uh, I want to say from Desperate Housewives. I think that's where he's from. Oh, yeah, Jamie Denton. I loved him. He's so cute. Oh, he was yummy. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then at Comic-Con, you know, you get to meet people. And they're really, you know, it's like Billy Burke sat down at the table. And he was like, hey, guys, how are y'all doing today? And. And so what's new? <laughs> so, yeah. It's so yeah. cool when they're like that because then you're like, okay, well, they're just people, you know. And and, know. and Tom Tom just has that type of personality where he's just so friendly with everybody. You know, there's none of that ego yeah. going on at all with any of them. I mean, they're all really you know, grateful to be there, you know, so it was very I have cool. Met, I have met some snooty actors 
and I won't say who they are because I, I do write about their shows. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you. Um, Robert Carlyle. Oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> oh, Carlyle is a doll. He is the nicest guy. Um, he's so, he has got to be, and, and as, somebody who's a star of his stature, um, I mean, especially in the UK and especially, mm-hmm. you know, in the late nineties when he was like, when he got his OBE and, and all that, um, he is just, um, the nicest, nicest, intense. Oh my gosh. Completely intense. And when he is talking about the craft. And he's talking with his hands, and he's he's very very intense. I mean, he looks like into. I was sitting right across the table from him, and so he was looking like directly into my little camera, but it, like directly to, at me, and it was like just those intense eyes. But he's just a really. Oh my god! It's like you just want to melt. You know? Yeah, and he's just nice. I mean, he's just a nice, nice, nice guy. Um, and Angela says she's going for the first time. She's a little scared. Don't be scared. So Angela, so so Angela, what you have to do is you have to find me, and yeah, I might absolutely. do a little like a little get together for people yeah. who are at Comic Con. Um, no, I'm not buying anything for any unless blog critics <laughs> like gets really really successful before then. Um, you never. But I, know. <laughs> I, it'll I'll be at like a buy your own sort of little party, um, yeah. and a little bash, a little blog critics bash, um, and we'll see. Um, but but definitely people who are at blog crit, uh, sorry, are at Comic Con. I'm gonna kind of let people know where I am and where you can find me at Comic Con, and um. You know, I'm and, and Kara says, how did you get those? Karis asks, how did you get those tickets? Well, I, I have press credentials, so I actually don't like, have to stand yeah. in line. I'm <laughs> trying to get them. I haven't been She's denied yet. I just think they just haven't got to me yet. So yeah. And Angela says she's crossed. got her friends get professionals passes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Chrissy, if you don't find out soon, I may be bold and ask the press people if I can bring yet another person. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh my god. I had well, to yeah, pick a couple you know, of people. Yeah. I had to pick a couple of people who are writing original. for us all the time. But um yeah. So we'll be there. I know, you know. So it's I'm gonna so be excited. and the Helix people I hope are there. So you know it's gonna be a fun Comic Con and, and I'm really excited uh to go again this year and for my third time. Um, and so, yeah, I'll have a, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer to Comic-Con, but I have to figure yeah. out how we can have a little, um, blog critics get together, um, so for, cool. for the fans. And so that'll be a lot of fun. And so let's talk TV a little bit, a lot of it. Um, yeah, Kara says, yeah, I want to get public. The tickets sell out in 90 seconds, the tickets to oh, Comic-Con. Yeah, they do. You have to, like, be Once, on top of that, like, the moment oh, that they go on sale. Yeah. Angela says, hope once we'll have a panel again. Oh, I'm sure they will. Oh, so, yeah, they are. So, if you're a newbie to Comic-Con, this is the thing I have to tell you. The panels, in order to get into a Ballroom 20 panel, which is where all the big TV panels are, you basically have to stand in line for, like, 10 hours. <laughs> Seriously. People people camp out at the panels and ones will be very popular. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. So, 
Um, that's one of the nice things about having press. I, I never go to the panels because I would never get to anything else. So we miss the panels, but they do play them for us in the press room. Um, but the press stuff is, you know, you don't have to, you just have to get credentialed for every single event. Um, not everybody right. does. And um, so hopefully you get into stuff. Anyway, so I want to talk about some TV. Um, so uh, I don't, I, I'm going to say this for Katie because Hannibal, it was episode number three this week. And, um, ooh, okay, so what do you think? Um, that the ending of last week's episode was really in, oh, sorry, it was four. Was four? Was episode four already? Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, must have, I must have miscounted. I've never, I've never been very good at math. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, the weeks go by so quick. How they do you, it's hard to do. <laughs> they totally do. Um, but the end of last week's, oh, my God. Um, we finally get a breakthrough in connecting Hannibal to the murders and exonerating poor Will Graham. And I, yeah, Katie said people were very, very pissed off about that ending. Um, You think she's going to be, I think she's toast. Do you think she's toast? Jimmy, did you watch last week? Uh, I've always seen the first two episodes. I haven't watched it. And I haven't watched it. And you're the one that told me to watch it. Now I love addicted. it, but it's been it's been a busy couple of weeks. I, I watched two of them. I'm only two behind. I'll catch up this week. Yeah, it was it was a really oh I'm gonna miss her because um, I don't think she. Although, you know what? It would be such an obvious an obvious ending, and I wonder if Hannibal is controlled enough to because if she's dead then everything's going to point to someone other than will so i don't know how that's gonna play into it but we'll see we'll see are are Um, we talking about julian anderson's character oh yeah no we're not talking i I guess i I know because i'm always in the two Got to where she disappeared. She left. No, 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 no. We're not talking about Jillian okay. Anderson. Okay. We okay. are talking about the pathologist, and her name is okay. escaping my brain. But um, the pathologist who is uh, who who works for the FBI. Although Jillian Anderson did play an FBI pathologist. Yes. But this show. <laughs> she did. I was just thinking that actually. I was like, no, that's Where? In what, in what series? Beverly. Yes. Beverly. Thank you. I don't know what, I what Beverly, Beverly, what you. series that was. But... It, was Bever- <laughs> it was Beverly. Beverly. And I, yeah. See, oh, I don't feel. The, the five main characters in Hannibal are all in, based on the book Red Dragon, they're all inspired by that novel. So while yeah. the show may take some creative license, I don't believe they'll kill any of the five main characters until um, they get to the novel material. Well, it could be wrong, I mean, but. Uh, you know, she, she, Beverly, um, actually found evidence to get Hannibal and he walked, he was there. I mean, he walked back into his mm-hmm. house. She broke into his house and he was there behind her and that's how it ended. And so we don't know. 
but I kind of don't think that she is, uh, he, she is long for this world. I'm kind of, I'm really sad about that because um, I really liked her and she really believes in well. Um, and she had evidence. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, Beverly is in Red Dragon. And and I remember that. It's been a long time since I, I read Red Dragon. Um, but, yes, uh, it's going to be interesting. So I, yeah, that was an intense episode, very intense episode. So um, let's jump to Helix. So, okay. Oh. I so that one I am current on, and I even have the season finale in my possession. Okay. You do? Oh, my God. I do. Now, so I'm kind of getting slightly disenchanted with it. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm kind of bummed they killed what's-his-name in front of him. I was like, what? Like, I don't understand this Aloria. I don't get the Aloria uh, thing. It's supposed to be so scary. And then this, this young kid comes in, and he's, you know, he's hacking everybody away, and he's, you know, upset because uh, Hitaki killed his mother. I, 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 it's just, it's a kind of going off off base to me a little bit. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I mean, it, it was going in some really interesting sci-fi directions. Yeah, and I'm and then, feeling that it's kind of going off on that tangent and getting away from the main story. And yeah. I really, I really love the idea of playing with the genetics and immortality and all of this. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going in a direction, which for me personally, because it really veers far away, thank God, from where my novel goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, um, and so that makes me very comfortable that they haven't gone the same route that I did, yay. Right. Because I thought that's where they were going. Yeah. Um, Unless they hear us all complaining, maybe they'll get the clue, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, and, uh, but I, you know, I, I don't, I just, I'm feeling that it's going off in weird tangents, and I'm not, I'm, I'm getting less. I found that when I watched the last episode, I was multitasking, and that's never a good sign. Yeah, I was too. Whenever I'm, I'm like, if I've got like more than two windows open on my computer, that's not a good. And I'm just listening, and I'm not yeah. paying attention. Yeah. So, not a good sign. um, and so that brings me to Once Upon a Time. So I wasn't home mm-hmm. Sunday night. I wasn't home last night, and I came home and I turned it on. And for the first time in a really long time, I was, like, freaking out going through the commercial. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I was really <laughs> on fast-forward number four because it was, I, couldn't, I couldn't wait for the next sequence to start. And um, so uh, that's always a good sign because if you really are impatient through commercials, um, it, it's, a, it's a great sign that it's holding – your attention. And sometimes with Once Upon a Time, I can do other things. I can write about the episode. I can make notes. I couldn't, I started making notes to do my article. And somewhere 20 minutes or so into it, I stopped making notes and I couldn't go back to it because I was really, you know, wanted to know what was going on. So let's talk about Once Upon a Time. Yay. Talk about last week's episode because, oh oh my God, I mean, there were two major things that have an obvious, like, I can't believe, it never even occurred to me that Regina would be 
related, a sister, <laughs> half sister to Witchy Poo. I'm calling her Witchy yeah. Poo. She's, she's definitely, <laughs> and then, you know, um, okay, it's a great so, twist, actually. So, yeah, so she's her older sister. Yeah. Presumably older sister. Yeah. Half sister, yeah. Do we know she do we know she's her older half sister? Yeah, she is older. She had we definitely okay. know that uh, Cora had her before before she was okay. with Christina. So, okay. So I've been parsing this around with people. And um a lot of people think that she's Rumble's daughter. Yeah, see that no obvious place to go, but it's a really but okay. However, last night for me, and actually a lot of other people who write about the show, uh, really kind of like mm, there's no way unless she has no idea. Well, I don't think she has I would any think, idea. I was gonna say I would think that she would know. I feel like she's the type of character yeah. that wouldn't be taken by surprise by something like that later. The way right, and the way. She interacted with Rumpel, which, by the way, just sizzled. I mean, I think those mm-hmm. scenes were unbelievable. Oh, intense. they were awesome. I when was holding was, like, my shaving breath. him, shaving him with the dagger. I'm like, oh my god! And first of all, I like the scruff. Just saying, I wish they hadn't shaved him because I like him with the scruff. I but like the scruff. That was so scary to me, man. When she was like, oh all man, I keep thinking is, what is she going to take his head off? I mean, I just. That was but that dagger didn't look sharp enough for shaving, and the way and the pattern of the shaving didn't match giving him the clean shave that he ended up with. Oh, it was right, really right. bothering me. Yeah, Actually, did, last night's episode I feel was the the weakest of the season. There were just so many glaring yeah, errors that like that. Feel, but that was one that really stood that, out. That was a really glaring error. I mean, she didn't shave his mustache. That was, yeah. But it was gone. Yeah, I know. But it was all gone. And so that's kind of, you know, if it hadn't been so real time, if they'd done a yeah. cutaway. Um, then, I, looked, then you could, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, is, I, he, was trying I, to fig, he was trying to figure out what does she want. And I'm thinking, well, she needs your blood. That's what she was doing so she could the open thing that really, the, the thing that really, like, just, Sucker punch. And to me, that was the whole episode. I mean, it sucker gave me a sucker punch. Was he is saying the voices in my head will go yeah. away when I am dead. Dead. I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if Rumpel is in some limbo state. Uh, so uh, he's, hovering, he's hovering. He's hovering. He definitely hasn't come back whole and healthy. No, he has not. And and that whole thing with the the way he's spinning, it's like the, mm-hmm. the sort of frantic spinning, um, just mm-hmm. almost to keep one thread, so to speak, um, of mm-hmm. sanity in his head. And what I mean she, that that muttering has, and chanting. What if she has just an essence of him with her? Like what if what if it's just a part of him? Well, but, uh, but you know what I'm but saying. His like, blood was real enough, and it was red. Well, yeah, and, that's true. You know, but I don't that's, know. I, I, what I think, I think that he went to Oz. He was there. Yeah. And now she's brought him, or maybe they're at Oz. Maybe this isn't Storybrooke, because that was the other thing I was going to no. say. We didn't, we didn't really, mm. No, no, you don't think so. You don't think this escaped. is a facade? No, 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 no. He escaped. Didn't you see the end? 
So they no, find, I don't know they if found... he escaped or did she move him again? Nah, yeah, okay. Okay. she moved him. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, I don't think she Spoiler I don't alert. Think he escaped. Did you see did you guys see the um preview for next week? Of course not. <laughs> you know, no, I didn't he was see running. He was running. He was running. So he escaped. Oh, I gotta rewatch that. Mm. I think I, I, I can't be sure. I can't be sure. But I think he may have escaped. Um, but I thought there was a scene of him in the preview for next week where he is like running like a bat out of hell. Reminded me well, a little bit of the opening scenes of Twenty Eight Days Lit. Twenty Eight Weeks Later, he runs very fast. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but that scene. I want to. I want to go back. Yes, he is seen running in the promo. So I think he did escape somehow, and I don't know how he managed to escape. Um, because he doesn't have magic under his own control. Well, he, well, yeah. I keep thinking, why couldn't he have taken, like, used ma Well, I guess he can't. So he can't, can't use it's without not, the dagger. Without the dagger in his possession, he can't do whatever he does in order to get it back. He can it's only like, do, remember, whoever holds the dagger controls him. His, right. That's right. So, God, that's um, so frustrating. When I was so talking, is, I'm like, can you just grab it from her? Grab it from her. And I think that, the, that that emerald brooch that she keeps, that, that little amulet that she has all the time uh-huh. on her, on her, that's got to have some significance. They need to get that from her in order to diminish her power in some way. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I she's a really uh, nasty. Pe- I I, I, I like think her. she's equally as nasty as Peter Pan. Now, oh, totally. Um, and it, which is great because they've redeemed all of their villains, and so they have to import them. Um, right. But I want to get back to that shaving scene because uh-huh. one of the things that really, really got it for me that there was no way that Rumpel is her father is the over and I wrote this in my in my review and people misunderstood what I was saying. Um, I think some people um that there it was so um uh, the sex not not from Rumpel, but from her she was almost like the seductress in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's how um Rebecca Mater played it. And um she's like and, and you there was almost a there was a sexuality to that scene that um, because Rumpel is completely under her command. And Angela says, I thought for a moment she was going to kiss him. So did I. Yeah, I I did too at one point. Yeah. And it reminds me, okay, back, we're going back to the X-Files again, guys. So there was an episode (laughs) in season one, season two called three. Yeah. And I think it was season I think it was early, early season two, and Scully is still abducted, and right. Mulder is uh, finds this person in California, and they're sort of vampire-ish people. They're like, right. you know, and and there's this woman, and he kind of gets involved with her, and right. she shaves him. I and remember that scene. Totally. You remember that scene? It was unbelievable. Yes, I do. Um, it was. And, I was not. I was, didn't like it because he was. He wasn't with Scully. But I know it. it was really bothersome. I really was a. You know. No. He no. I was screaming at the at the TV. I'm like anyway. No. <laughs> anyway. Um. But so that that actually reminded me of that just a little bit. I flashed on that scene. Um. 
but that there was such a seductiveness to her, and Rumpel mm-hmm. was so terrified um, that she was like getting right. off on the fact that, that he was basically, yeah. you know. Um, but if she doesn't know that he's a little the bit father. of BFM in there. Um, sorry, I had to say that. Um, <laughs> if she doesn't know that, if if there's some twisted, she doesn't know, then. You know, then she'll be like all weirded out. I don't know. Would she be weirded out? She's witchy too. Well, what if she's what if she um, what if she's Leopold's daughter? Oh well, that's hmm. true. Hmm. I kind of like what that. If he had what if he had Cora? You know. Right. That's a possibility. And, but how do we explain the green skin? Just a fluke? See, that made yeah. me think it would be something somebody other than a normal human being. Yeah, but who That's has green skin other green. than Rumpel? Nobody. I would be real yet. out. I would not like her to be Rumpel's daughter. I, I, you know, I know Rumpel's involved with so many different people in relationship ways, but mm-hmm. I just can't. Um, oh, oh, and I think, and Angela says, I think she turned green later. I don't think she was born green. And that's a good point. She's envious. She was envious of right Regina, of Regina. Right? Right. Okay. Could be a so curse that, or something, yeah. Yeah, so she could be cursed in that way. Rumple wasn't green. Right. But That's I mean it's wrong for me to well, think don't forget her. say don't forget that the Wicked Witch of the West has a sister, the Wicked Witch of the East. Yes, she does. So does oh, Regina have another half sister out there or she's dead or what? Did you right. propped up against the house? Well, but they mentioned, you know, in the early in the season you know, which is it, which are west or east? Should we drop a house on her or melt her? So they both, they all are familiar with the stories. That may not necessarily mean that the witches are dead. The Wicked Witch of the West wasn't dead. No, 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 no. Did you see the bicycle propped up against her house? Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. I noticed it with the little basket in the front. I, I kept thinking, like, hey, where's Toto? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes. Oh, I understand yeah. there could be another, another villain out there that shows up, you know, that she may not be working alone. So that leads yeah. me to, I want to see, yes, all the Oz references. So I think they are casting every one of the characters of Storybrooke as an Oz character. So I feel like that, but I'll be disappointed if we don't get the real Oz story well, that we're all familiar with. Well, but okay, so think about this. I was thinking about this as mm-hmm. I was writing my review, and I wrote this into my review. And if you want to mm-hmm. read my review, go to blogcritics.org and read my review. Um, <laughs> please do, and, and, and please tweet it out to people. Um, but I was thinking, okay, so we've got Rumpel, who is spinning his straw mm-hmm. into gold. Yes. Who is lost his mind or is losing his mind? Is he the scarecrow? It certainly seems like. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He could yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was thinking okay, about him. Okay, then who, who, and then okay, who wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let well, hang this on. Let, let me let me kind of play this out. Because okay. the reason I kind of thought about this is the theme of last night's episode was confronting your courage, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Cowardly lion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, David. Would be uh-huh. the co- and, okay, I see. And can I just say real quick, 
that thank you to the writers for frigging giving David some layers, for God's sake. Yeah. He's been saying it for however long. Yay. I was like, yes, we finally get to see something underneath that, you know, beautiful right. body of his, you know. It was yes. just like, anyway. But yes, so, the coward. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so she stole his courage, right? She took his sword. She stole his mm-hmm. right. She stole um, Rumpel's mind by not allowing him to die. So he doesn't have a brain anymore, right? Right, because he's lost Mm -hmm. his mind, or he's losing his mind. Um, Right. Okay, so who's the The one with the heart? That could be a a number of different characters, the heart. It could be Regina. Remember Regina was trying to bury her heart? It could be Emma, because Kirk talks about, you know, testing Emma to see if she still has a heart. That could be. Oh, that's, that's true. Be. Um, that could be. Oh, well, okay. It could so. be Robin Hood, like you said. There's, yeah, there's lots of possibilities for the Tin Man, whereas Rumpel and David were very clearly drawn as the Scarecrow and the Cowboy Lion. Uh, you know, and it hit me while I was, I was like, oh, my gosh. So we've got, okay, so so Angela thinks it's Neil. It could be could Neil. Be. His heart is She's going to take his heart, which is, and his heart is Emma. Could be, could be, might be. Or Henry, uh, even, because he, you know, Henry is his son. With the true I, Henry, heart. I, they got unless, well, Henry, he doesn't have a heart in the sense of he doesn't know any of these people. He doesn't. His heart is gone. You know, he's the heart of the truth for yeah. believer has always been Henry. And, and he's no longer a believer. He he's no longer a believer. He has no no memories of anybody. His, 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 he's completely separated from everyone. So that would make sense. So Angela In says fact, the film uh, looks like Neil collapses at one point. I caught that. I don't know. Yeah, Gosh, who, who's going to – I think it's got to be one of the main cast. So that's why right? I'm thinking it's got to be one of the main cast. Well, so the main cast be- would have to be – we've got Rumpel and David taken care of, right? So that leaves, right. um, at leaves Emma – Regina and Snow of the adults. I'm not counting of the Henry. adults that are in. There. Well, there's Hook. Oh, and Hook, there's right? Hook. I forgot. There's Hook. Okay, there's Hook. You always forget my guy. Hook. My and and I guess you can say is, is in like thirty and, degree and, weather and he's bare chested. The and, whole time I was and, dying. And, and, <laughs> and we also have to include Belle, even though she hasn't been in a lot. Um, oh, oh, yeah, Neil, but her heart was stolen. He's regular. Um, yeah, okay, so we could consider Neil. So it could be any of them. So so that's, so that's I'm wondering um, whose heart is going to be stolen, who will become mm. heartless. Who's going to become heartless and not care? Well, they could do that with Belle because of the fact that you know, she lost her love. Supposedly. Well, except that in next week's episode, which is Belle-centered, by the way. Yay, um, finally. Right, yay. So her, so the so the um, press release for next week's episode, this is probably a, a germane time to be reading the press release for next week's episode. Mm-hmm. It says, hold on, it says quiet mind. So this is Belle's story. Neil returns to Storybrooke and yearns to connect with his son, Henry, and his father, Rumpelstiltskin. And in the fairy tale land of the past, 
Neil, with the aid of Belle and Lumiere, attempts to find a way to bring Rumpelstiltskin back from the dead. Ooh. Quiet Ooh, that's night. interesting. Okay, so um, uh, Neil finds himself back in Storybrooke and yearns for a way to connect with his son, Henry, whose memories of his father are gone, while also trying to find his own father, whom he has just learned is alive but missing. And Regina discovers a possible connection with Robin Hood. Meanwhile, in the fairy tale land that was over the past year, agonizing over the death of his father, who doesn't know that Rumpel is still alive yet, with the, mm-hmm. um, with the help of Belle and enchanted candelabra Lumiere, attempts to find a magical solution to bring back Rumpelstiltskin from the dead. Hmm. Ooh, that looks like That's a That's going to be interesting. I'm very excited about that. That sounds really cool. That one looks good. Well, um, I'm going to like it because it, it's Belle-centric and it's got Rumpel. Rumpel-centric and Belle-centric and Neil-centric, and I think that'll be fun. Um, So, okay, so we have many possibilities for the Tin Man. So let's talk about who's Dorothy. See, I think Emma is Dorothy in this I do, too. I think Emma's Dorothy. Because, you know, unless she's the Tin Man. I don't. I. I don't, I don't think that they I would put her in. The I think that her love for Rumpelstiltskin is so strong that there's no possible way. She's she's fighting. Yeah. Um. I I really. And Emma is certainly trying to find home. Yes. There's no yeah, place. Yes, she is. She's no always been like trying home. to find. Home. So she is. So I think I think Emma is Dorothy. I definitely think Well, that. I hope that Henry gets a dog so we can do the little Toto thing would be hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Okay, so. It would so, be so obvious, though, to have Emma as Dorothy. I mean, she's always the, she always serves that role, and it would be more interesting that, to change I, it up. But I, be? They don't, but they I don't think... necessarily do things that are off conventional wisdom. That's true. That's they true. really don't. They, they, this is a, you know, I mean, it's, no, I think Emma's Dorothy. Um, I mean, it could be Snow. Could be snow. Well, who would who would Oz be then? This, well, I'm trying to think. Scenario. Who would Oz be? The blue fairy. <laughs> what? I was kidding. I said the blue fairy. Oh, oh. God. yeah, blue Back fairy. No, but she's but not. She's not a sham. She's not a, a humbug. Yeah. So it could no. be Hook. Oh, could be Hook. Could be. Uh, I don't know he's about kind that. Of con, he's, he's kind of a con man. Well, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it could be, kind uh, could of, be Regina. it could be Regina. Well, except I think Regina's the Tin Man. Well, I, it could be Hook in the sense of you know he's been in far and different lands. He's a con you know, man. So had Oz. He's a con man. Yeah, and he, and he's always although he's not running a con right now. I know, you know he's like, not. Like, but like he's Oz cynical. Was. He's cynical and he's skeptical and. I yeah, yeah could be possible. Could be. That's a possibility. It could be. Um, well, I like how but, they're right, remember, it all, though. So remember that that the wizard was just kind of a normal, average guy who found himself in a place that he didn't quite understand, but was extraordinary for the people he was with. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So who else would that would that Robin, apply? Robin. Robin. Not his realm. Not his Whale. Doctor, it could be. It could be Doctor Whale. I don't know Doctor Whale might be interested. I mean, he's in a different land. Because people think she has power, but she doesn't think she has power, and they could do something along those lines. Oh, you mean Emma? Yeah. 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 And they have, could. Have they could Snow Dorothy. Have Snow be Dorothy. Or the unborn baby be Dorothy somehow. I don't know. I don't know. Sure, I, what if Henry is Dorothy? Oh, that could be. That could you be. Have, could you could have him gender bending. We can gender bit, bend. But trying to find better from the gender bend. Well, he's he's he, he's definitely you know in in a foreign place. He has no idea what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. And you know, all these other people seem to know what's going on. He has no clue. So it that would make sense that he might be he might be the quote Dorothy in the whole Definitely. thing. And he okay. had, she had to learn how to believe. He needs to learn to believe again, you know, in order to get home or get back to There's the no way place things were. Like There's right. no place like home. And even when he had that conversation with Regina, remember, he's like, yeah, New York is great, but, you know, it's, he, sometimes you feel all alone. And, and you know, and, and remember, Dorothy kind of felt that when she was in, before she was taken, you know, before right. she was in the tornado, she felt alone and that nobody was there for her. She didn't have any family <clears throat> that cared right. about her. And that's sort of what oh, Henry was saying. Oh, but wait a second. Glinda. Who's Glinda? Glinda's we forgot Glinda. <laughs> Glinda. We forgot Glinda. Do we Glinda. have a Glinda? Glinda's the blue well, fairy. Glinda could be Emma. No, I think... What if Belle is Glenda, the good witch? Oh, well, there's an idea. Glen- oh, Glenda has been cast. Never mind. I knew that. I actually knew that. <laughs> Never mind. It's Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, Glenda awesome. has been cast? Okay, so there's a separate person. All right. But I Never still mind. think Henry could be. Henry is probably the, quote, Dorothy then. That would make Emma the... <clears throat> That, then Emma would be the Tin Man, maybe trying to. I don't know. No, Emma could be Oz, because Emma, Emma, you know, she's wizard. good at cons. Yeah, I could see Emma being the wizard. Um, so we have somebody on the line. So I'm gonna see who that is. Hang on a second. Okay. Hi, you're on the air on Let's Talk TV Live. Who are we speaking with? Um, this is Becky Stevens. Becky, Hi. how you doing? Yeah, oh, I'm fine, thank you. Um, I'm having a real heck of a time trying to log in or uh, to type in, you know, how people are typing in comments. Yeah, in the chat I'm room. having a dickens of a time. Oh, so, oh, yeah, I'm in the chat room. So I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and call in and say hi to everybody. Come on in. I'm so <laughs> glad that you called How are you? Becky, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are you're like a regular. You're, you're a regular uh, tweeter. I know we, you and I tweet, and you're a regular commenter on my uh, my Once Upon a Time articles. And uh, I know a mm-hmm. listener to the show, and welcome, welcome, welcome. So well, thank you. you and I were, were talking a little bit uh, this morning. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you kind of fill us in on what your concerns are? Uh, you mean with, um, well, let's see, I'm trying to remember with Barbara. So what what did you what did you think about the show this week? Oh, uh, well, I 
I thought that there were a lot of key, uh, there was a lot of key groundwork that needed to be presented. And although the show wasn't, uh, you know, all uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, fireworks and swashbuckling and dragons and, you know, and all this kind of stuff, I think that it was a, a necessary element to um, explain the, the future uh, stories, you know, the future episodes. But mm-hmm. the thing that concerned me, though, was that I did see some negative comments, and I knew that there would be, on the ethnicity of Rapunzel. And that, oh. that bothered me. And, oh, see, and uh, that's a shame. I don't even see that. It's so stupid. I don't even pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, why I, do uh, people I, even zone in on that? It's so stupid. I guess I, I, stage I, of the I, game. I really don't know. I don't know. It, it, uh, that disturbed me a bit. Um, you know, we're way past that. Yeah. Um, it's it's not net needed. You know, I, I oh. for one, really enjoy the way that um, uh, the uh, creators, um, oh, they change up, you know, the these of the they characters bend. and the, the genders sure. and, and their backgrounds and things of that nature. It keeps it fresh and interesting, and um, oh, I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. And... Um, so anyway, but no, I I was the other thing that upset me was that Zelina uh, felt compelled to give Rumpel a dry shave, which is unheard of. And, <laughs> Very uh, painful. You know, well, maybe it was maybe that axe was just uh, that sharp. It was just a yeah, very sharp. that that finger. just that really annoyed me that that particular yeah. thing because I thought oh no you're not going to do that with that dagger uh-huh. I mean, didn't even put any shaving cream on him or conditioner well, she wanted, or you know yeah, well, she, or soap she, she wanted, or anything yeah, I thought, but oh, she wanted but, to draw blood she wanted to draw blood this is true yeah and she did she did. and she wanted but, to frighten you know, him and uh yeah. well, he stood his ground I mean I I just I just that scene just sticks out in my mind just as yeah. one of the best scenes of the entire series. Yeah, oh, I would mm-hmm. agree with you. It well, is what, what I want to know is how did, how did Witchy Poo know where the safe was, know that she needed his blood to open the safe? We don't know anything about that. I thought that was interesting. She knew exactly where she was going, what she was looking for, that he even yeah. had that route. But yeah. She clearly knows like ev- everything in her plan. She's yeah. six steps ahead of the rest of them. So that oh, really yeah. didn't surprise me because I was like, oh yeah, she's just got this all figured out. And I really yeah. actually like the idea that they have a really bona fide, unabashedly wicked, nasty character that's a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I love that. You know, I really love that. Um, you know, one of the other things that I really liked about the episode was this sort of like race lake thing that was following first Rapunzel and David in parallel. And mm-hmm. I love the idea that um, it was that person. Yeah. You know, it was themselves that they had to face. It was that great. They run. It was a, and it was great to see, like I said, him having to go through something and he'd already helped he'd already helped Rapunzel and so and it was funny how he didn't quite recognize that that's what was going on you know when he in present day when he was fighting this, this shadowy figure of, you know and then he no memory of what happened before well yeah and so but it was just like kind of interesting to me and then I'm like oh, okay that's right he wouldn't have remembered but I just thought it was the way that they did it was really 
it was really good and it was about I mean, time. David, David part of the story was great. Rapunzel was a completely wasted, useless character. I did. I thought so too. It was yeah. unnecessary. It was just stuck on, and it was taking away from the main story. Yeah, you yeah. could have done the David flashback story without her, and it would have been just as effective. Right. Right. I agree with you on that. Definitely. So I know that. Um, yeah. So. Um, so where, where is the show going? Where, where do you guys think the show is going now with the story? Down the yellow brick road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly enough, we haven't seen any yellow bricks anywhere, have we? Yeah. Or any emerald yeah. city. Yeah. Or the, well, or the we've got the emerald. City. We have the emerald, right? Well, she, well, she, well, she has the emerald, well, that am- amulet that she's wearing. Well, I want to see Oz, and I guess that's the thing that bothers me about trying to cast the characters as Oz characters in Storybrooke is I've been a fan of Oz since I was a little kid. I've read all the books. I know you have. And I want to see Oz itself. So to just tell that story in Storybrooke would be extremely disappointing, I I feel, even though we just did Neverland, and it's really nice to be back in Storybrooke and have the recurring cast pop up. It's still like, don't cheap at Oz. Oz is way too big a world. Well, to you know, we might go to Oz, and we might find out that Oz is um, is a dreamscape. That's or a possibility. A you know, rather than going to the realm in fact. Unless, well, you know, okay, in, I'm going to go to the promo. Because in the promo, we see Rumpel is running. Where is he running to? He's running. Is he just We're, running away, or is he running towards something? He's missing. Why doesn't he just run back into Storybrooke and warn everybody? He's missing. That's what the PR piece said, well, what the press I, release said. Well, we don't even know if he knows what Storybrooke is or who anybody is. We don't know the extent of what the damage is to him. Right. Yeah. I mean, he is a damaged, damaged person yeah. right now. Which is the only way they could bring back Rumpel after that perfect ending. If he had just shut back up and packed as he was, that would have been terrible. But to have this damaged character, you can go in new and interesting directions with him again. Right, and I think that I think that Carlisle just is gonna is eating this up. Oh, he is. He was. He's he's so good. I mean, you know, you're just mesmerized when you're sitting there watching him in a scene. It's like everybody everything else stops. I'm just paying attention to him, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm he, anxious he to see. Like, I think Belle is gonna ha- is gonna be the one that's gonna have to bring him back from the brink of insanity, you know. Oh, I think so. All this. Well, she yeah, been, and, and she and he has said before, and he is actually he used the word in the interview that we did. She is his anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And so, um, you know, I yeah, I think that. Um, that she's going to be very much involved with bringing him back. And maybe she's going to need magic, you know, uh, to do it. And right. um, maybe what she and Neil are doing, you know, over the year, that the missing year back in Storybrooke, uh, back in the Enchanted mm-hmm. Forest, she'll be able to implement in Storybrooke and bring him back, find him. And um, redeem him, you know, bring bring him back to some sort of sense of normality, 
um, and remind him that he doesn't want to die, that there is something that, that he can live for. Right. So, it's gonna uh, be, uh, I'm anxious to see what the, how this is all, how this finale is going to be. I don't know. Oh, Jimmy, I just got a note from Fox that the new, uh-huh. the, new the next Glee episode is in the screening room. So, heads yeah, up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if you've read any of my Glee columns lately, but I, I am I, so sure. excited. The show's have, ending have I, in a year and a half. Have I read your Glee columns? I've been editing them. <laughs> well, I know you've been editing, but I, I know it's a show you don't follow, and you can I'm sure you can tell by my columns I've long since become disillusioned, and I'm just, I, I, I committed to it, and I've reviewed every episode since the beginning, and I'm going to stick it out, but uh, it's hard to get well, excited about that And you know what, that's Please kind of how I felt. It's not the same without Corey. You know, and and I that's kind of that's kind of how I felt the last season of House for much of the mm-hmm. season, not the end. The end was amazing, but the last season of House, I was just sort of okay. I have to write this column, and my columns got a lot shorter that last year. <laughs> they were no longer those eighteen hundred word essays, um, mm-hmm. because there wasn't as much well, to I, say about it. For Glee, it's just the fact that I mean Corey is gone and. Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's the amazing. problems don't have anything to do with Corey. I mean, well, no, I but miss there him. Is and... a big, for me, there's a big void. It just isn't the same. And mm-hmm. I just, and, you know, bringing, bringing back all these, I mean, it was fine and all, but I, I just don't understand what they're doing with the whole thing. Like, I just don't get what they're, where they're going with it all. I just well, think they need to Eliminate the Glee Club this week was ridiculous. I mean, I that's know, like, like the whole spirit of the show, and I know they're moving it all to New York, which is great, because the New York scenes are so much better, but it's just stupid that you would take away this bright spot, and they got second in the nation. You can't tell me all the other school clubs that didn't get canceled got all right, right, all right. in the nation. No, I know. Oh, guys, okay, okay, sorry. guys, guys, don't get back to work. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's like, you're taking over my show. I don't even watch Glee. My only contact is... <laughs> He is in editing your your uh, weekly column, Jimmy. And it so. doesn't deserve the time on your show. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, we we you know we don't only talk about good stuff, and we miss a lot of good stuff. We don't, you know, it's like we tend to go where I watch. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, you know, we didn't have a show last night, and I do want to kind of go push the rewind button a little bit. Um, Black sales, uh, the the conclusion of this season's black sales. Um, did you see it? Have you guys caught up? I no, I, I saw it a couple. No, of I am. I haven't seen the last one. I saw the second to the last one. I'm I'm one behind, but I love the show. So what good. an amazing ending! Oh my gosh, the sea battle was just incredible. It was just amazing, um, and the way it ended, ooh, um, the Urca, the the merchant ship thereafter. They found it. They did find it. Okay. I but, was wondering if but, they, I, they had to. But, but, but it's not until they're, like, wrecked and the captain, uh, Captain Flint, is uh, almost killed and by his crew. And uh, it's, it's quite, uh, quite a good cliffhanger um, for the next season. So I'm really excited about that. And I and think the next it, season, 
is actually not going to be that far away. Did I read somewhere that the next season is going to be like in June? I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's going to be quick. I don't think it's – they're already filming. Oh, well, that's great. But I I wouldn't think – I'm surprised that they didn't do do it. I'm surprised it's so quick. I, I, you know, yeah, don't quote me on it, guys. Don't quote me on it, but I think it's going to be because it's shot for American audiences, and um, they are halfway through season two, so shooting it. Oh. So I don't think they do Wikipedia it. Wikipedia says 2015. Hmm. 2015. Uh-huh. Okay, I could be wrong. Uh, well, that's wrong. what Wikipedia says. Wikipedia could be wrong too. But I thought I googled. I'm not seeing anything. I thought that at the end of the episode, and I could be dreaming. Um, said something about it returning in June, but I could be wrong. Hmm. I don't know. Um, so, uh, Jimmy, I know you said you have to go to bed. This is past your bedtime. <laughs> and um, I'm glad Chrissy's back on the show, so I don't feel bad about cutting out of Because when she wasn't here, I stayed till 1030 because I was like, I can't leave you by yourself. Don't leave me by myself. <laughs> um, so thank you very much, and uh, sure. we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, okay, Jimmy. have a good night. Bye. Good night. Good Bye. night, good night. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's see. What else about Once Upon a Time this week? I really loved this episode. I just thought it was um, one of the strongest of the season, although I really loved the Neverland episodes. Um, I know that some of my readers um, and some of you listeners who, who listen to this uh, on podcast. Um, get upset because Belle, uh, uh, Emily DeRaven is not given as much screen time as some people would hope yeah, she I'm, I'm upset about that. I mean, you and know, I think she next gave her week, one next little week, bit. Right, right. And I think next week's episode will hopefully make up for some of that. And, um, you know, because it's going to be very much Belle at the forefront. And I think we'll see where she's going to fit in for the rest of the season. Um, and I do. I mean, Angela also says, I do wish she would get more than a couple lines an episode. She's terrific. She really is terrific. And she and, you know, we've seen very few scenes of her and Rumpel together, which. Yeah. Because they are each other. Well, you know, you know. One true person. All I know so, is when, when it comes time to rescue him, and she, we better get a full hour of Rumbell. That's all I know. They better not do what they did. I mean, we got, I mean, yes, the scenes that we got last last year were, last season, you know, they were meaningful, and it was, you know, it was quality over quantity, but yeah. enough enough already. I mean, we've been waiting and waiting, and, and I understand that there's other, but I mean, you know, they're going to stretch it out another who knows how long. Well, you know, and, I mean, as Angela, as Angela says in the chat room, you know, Belle is always, what has been the thing that she has wanted most is to be a hero. That's true. And she's she's Rumpel's hero. I mean, he said it um, back in yeah. you know, the Miller's Daughter last season. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she's, you know, she this is her, maybe this is her turn to really be a hero. I mean, Rumpel found his courage last season. And, right. Uh, you know, uh, he's, otherwise he would be a great cowardly lion right? Um, because of his reputation and his self-imposed reputation. Um, but I think that um, he found his courage. And, you know, he yeah. says he said to Zelina, 
I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of you. Do, you know, do it already. You know, right. why don't you already kill me already? Um, right. He's completely ready for it. And what he's not prepared for is to be held captive. And all right. of those years he spent being held captive, I'm sure, um, weigh heavily on always, him. However, he always had the dagger. You know, he yes, always he had held the dagger. Captive, but he was right. always in control. He always right. had his plan. He was making his plan. There was a purpose for everything that he did. He purposefully, you know, wanted to be right. in, you know, in prison, whatever. In prison. And he's a very patient yeah. man. Yes, right. this is but the this first is time something... someone else has had control of his right. dagger. And so it's going to be, I would love for Henry to get a hold of that dagger, just accidentally. Like, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, but I don't, think, sort of I, don't think Selena, I don't think Selena's going to let go of it. So, no, I don't know. There's got to be, a, there's going to be something where she's going to somehow lose it. I don't know exactly you know what they could possibly do but um well once they figured out they already know where she lives they figured out you know that she's been holding rumple captive um right. it is moving along fairly quickly and i think that once they put i'm scared because i think she needs to have snow's baby for some reason i think it's a little yeah. that she's going to be the midwife and i'm just like wait a minute what the like, why is it necessary for her? Maybe why the baby. Is she Maybe the baby's Toto. Snow White says, or that that Mary Margaret says, well, how do we know? 
that that we weren't friends right. this past year. So, right. um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what her game is. Yeah, I don't know. It's so it's it's gonna be. I'm just dying to know like exactly what her next move is going to be here. I mean, I think she I think she moved him. I don't think he's out yet. I think that maybe he escaped <laughs> from her next week. But I think he she moved him out of there. Oh, maybe she, she, maybe she caught wind that they that they maybe she realized that they were out at the house. I mean, I That's don't know. Me. That's a possibility. And then he escaped from um, her somehow. Maybe yeah. and maybe that goes along with some people who are thinking that he's just pretending to be crazy. Oh no, man, he's pretty dang looking crazy and all crazy eyed and the hair. Yeah, and and yeah. frightened, right? And frightened and you he know, was really scared. Like I don't, because he he doesn't, you know, like I said, he his first time he's never had he doesn't have control over right. anything. And the funny right. thing is, like. When she, you know, after she cut him and everything, he's like, "Why you don't care about appearances. Why why wouldn't you give me a new shirt? You know, what is it that you want? Like, he's trying to, in his mind, try and figure right. out what the hell is she doing. But I just think he's But because he's losing kind of, his mind, because yeah. he's gone, he's, he, he, he doesn't, to, he can't focus. He can't, right, and he can't put it together. And, and uh, I just am dying to know how the hell she knew to get his blood to open. Where's this? How she knew all that? This she night must have route. Learned, this, yeah. This night she must route. Have learned that during while well, he was in Oz or something. I I don't know, but well, but, but she knew. Really, I mean, you know, how was she involved with the night route in the um, Enchanted Forest story? Well, you know, well, maybe yeah, she had an. Yeah, maybe she knew about it there. And what what the night route does is it makes you confront, it gives you, you know, it's supposed to give you courage, right? Right. And and it makes you, and the only way to get courage is to confront yourself. Right. Right? You can't hide from yourself. And people that are afraid... Uh, haven't been able to confront their own selves, their own fears. So right. it forces you to confront your fears by having this image, this wraith-like image kind of appear before you. And right. um, so how does she, how is she involved with that? You know, what's her mm. game? You know, and There's why in the night there. route, in the night route, was something she used to steal his courage. And maybe she is the embodiment of those wraiths. Oh, that could be. That Because how else else would she be able to have stolen his sword? Right. How did she get the sword? We don't know. We don't know how how he got the the dagger. How did she get the dagger? How she got the dagger. Yeah, I don't know how she got the dagger like we haven't learned that yet either. I maybe it's Peter be, Pan I, maybe Peter Pan turned into the wicked witch. Well, that could be because he was wearing green, she's greeny. Ah, <laughs> oh, think be. about that. The green. Yeah, so I'm wondering maybe maybe we're onto something here. Maybe. So maybe uh, Peter Pan can't die, and 
has turned into the Wicked Witch. And then at the end of it all, he turns back into Peter. Because Peter Pan is kind know. of green, right? Isn't Peter Pan sort of greenish? Well, he, he, he well he wore all green. He was all right. green. Right, wore all green. So, so that's a, that's kind of an out there possibility. possibility. It's kind of an out there possibility, but and you that never was because he would have the dagger then because right. his rumple stabbed him with the dagger and he wouldn't have been. I don't know. Back. We we need to know like where was Rumple? Where did where did they like what? Still tell us. I mean, like what exactly happened right after that moment when we think he's right. dead? We'll, where did we'll they? They haven't done that yet. We'll They're making out. us wait. They're making us wait too long. I right. tell you. Well, yeah, I mean, they probably won't reveal that until the final episode. Well, the other thing I was going to say, it was nice to see Red Riding Hood. Yeah, Megan Orbach. Last week, yeah, it was great. Yeah, so Angela says next week we get more more of what happened to Rumple. Maybe. Yeah. I mean it's certainly a Rumple centered (laughs) it's a certainly a Rumple centered episode. That that's all I will say. Which is nice. Um and written by Kalinda Vasquez and directed by Eagle Eagleson. So uh Kalinda Vasquez is the writer of next week's episode. Interesting. I was surprised actually that Jane didn't like this this week's episode because yeah, there was a well, lot she of wrote, there was rumple in it. Yeah, well, she wrote last week's. Um, yeah, two week last week's episode. No, it was um, last, yeah, last week's episode. Yeah, last week's episode. Um, and you know, she had a lot of writing on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. So I think. So what's going on with that? Did they cancel that, or what happened? With I believe that, so? it's on the brink of cancellation. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I tried. I don't I know what it either. was. I could not. I don't know I what it is. They, they need to just concentrate on one show at a time, you know, trying yeah. to. Not only that, but that show is very expensive, too. I mean, it's all CGI. Oh, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and I just think that they need to take a step back and, you know, maybe they could revisit it another time. I just think it wasn't the right time for it because we're all very... Um, oh, Angela loves Wonderland. <laughs> the last few episodes I just couldn't get into it. I could not get in, you know, and I think I'm just watching too much stuff, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, well, I know. Just, and I, I was this fall. I I probably haven't watched this much television like for ten years. <laughs> I know. I'm like trying to keep up. I know. Well trying to keep up with, you know, the originals and the Vampire Diaries and Supernatural and, like, all those shows. I watch all that. And right. Following, which has been amazing. Kevin Kevin Bacon was on, oh, this was great. He was on Jimmy Fallon on Friday, and it was the 30th anniversary of Footloose. And oh. they did this whole little Footloose that, you know, that dancing was banned at the, at, at the Tonight Show. And then... <laughs> He was he's in the he was in like the green room watching you know Jimmy say all this and then he did a little bit of a dancing thing and then they did the whole like dance number from Footloose you know and then at the end he comes out in his old in that uh, in the prom outfit that he had on in the last scene there Footloose oh that's really dance. funny it was cute yeah and uh, and I guess he's he was just talking about the following and how it's been really cold filming it of course in New York and. Uh, right. Like his face freezes up, and he's oh no, they bring like a hair dryer <laughs> to 
well, (laughs) well, you know, elementary also films in New York and, you know, it's like the last episode. There's all the snow everywhere. Oh my God. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, Mm -hmm. and then did you see the walking dead? I meant to ask you that. Did you see the walking dead yet? I no, I haven't. I am. (gasps) You know what? Things have been, things have been so, so, so crazy busy with, uh, you know, I just haven't been able to uh, do it. Yeah. And I do it. Oh, and I've been just trying trying to learn so much. Okay. I've been I trying know. to spend my time learning so much about WordPress development and site right. development and all this other stuff and actually being a corporation um, right. that I never thought I would need to know. So it's I've been a lot spending of work. Time. It's a lot. It is a lot of work. Um, but it's, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth it, and yeah, it's fun. Totally. And I couldn't totally. have a better partner than I have in John, which is great. That's really awesome. Um, I know. It's exciting. It's, it's it awesome. Is. I know. It is. So um, what else are you watching these days? Oh, my God. Okay. So, oh, Resurrection. I do. Oh, Resurrection. I'm, I'm so, okay. So resurrection. What, how, how are you liking so good. Well, I'm trying to figure out why are these people getting resurrected? They, yeah. um, they yesterday, last night's episode, they dug up the the kid is still in the coffin in the same in the same sweater that the kid was wearing when he was found, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like I don't I don't know what's so going on. So he's in the coffin. He's in the coffin. He's in the coffin, but he's different. This isn't the same kid. He knows he's different. I think. The kid knows. The That's kid like, was like so questioning. It is so odd, and I can't. I'm trying to figure it out. It's just. I mean, it's kind of interesting concept. The bodies are still there, which means who are these people, and why are they being dropped back? Like, who, who, who are they really? They are. They have the same memories and everything. Like, like they, he, the kid, little kid has all the memories, and so does the. Um, the uh, the father I can't, I can't remember I don't know what his name is the father of the daughter um, that was working whatever and she she broke down and and, and all this and it's just like well how, how are they, they're not the same people though even though they have the memories and all of that so is this yeah. an alien is it like an alien I don't know are they like replacing them with these aliens I don't know. I know that's I, I don't know what's going on, but it's a it's so far an intriguing show. It's very intriguing. Well, well, Frances Fisher, of course, I love her. Anything she's in is really good. So, um, I mean, it's it's definitely intriguing me. I mean, I, it's it's enough to keep me like going, trying to figure it out, you know. And uh, and I'm anxious for each each week so far. Um, what else am I watching? I mean, yeah, the following and uh, Beauty and the Beast ended. I don't know if they're coming back for another season or what. It kind of went off kilter. I, I I don't know what they're doing with that show, but there's a lot of fans out there that are they were upset that you know they're not sure if it's going to come back. Oh, what about Revolution? Did you see Revolution? I I have to catch up. I am not caught up with Revolution. Oh my god, it's been so good. I'm just like uh. I just uh, I don't know I don't I want I don't want to spoil it for you. It was good this week. 
this past week. I mean, basically, I think Monroe is going to... Monroe is going to hopefully, I don't know, take over, get 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 rid of these Patriots. They're such jerks, man. I, I really, I, oh. I really have to say, I love the what they've done with Monroe during this. Yeah, season. me too. Me too. Well, David Lyons, I mean, oh my gosh, he's yummy. But he he's just a, and and they brought in his son who who looks just like him, which is crazy. They did great casting on that, um, and. It's going to be, I don't I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see. The one episode that really creeped me out was when they, when Aaron woke up and he was, like, in present day and they were all, like, dressed like normal people. And, and you know, it was, and they didn't have any memory of each other. And then they finally, I don't know, they finally snapped out of it and realized mm-hmm. that the nanobots were basically making him believe that this, that that he was that they were back that none of the stuff that had happened had happened that you know everything was fine and he snapped out of it Aaron did and he got back to to work whatever but it was just interesting to have them in in like real time you know wearing makeup <laughs> regular clothes you know hot, watching you know drinking beer watching TV you know Monroe and Miles were like just hanging it was just weird I was like oh my god it was one of my favorite episodes though because it was just different. You know, got them out of the dredges of the dirty clothes and all that. Um, but uh, but it's been really good, and I, I hope it comes back for a third season. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything? Nope, I haven't heard anything. Oh man, it's I been really anything. good. I hope they do that. Um, what else? I mean, yeah. And then you don't watch the Vampire Diaries of the Originals. My I Nathan do not. is on the Originals. Nathan Parsons that was on GH that, I mean, seriously, I would not even be on this show right now if it wasn't for Nathan Parsons, and I won't explain that because nobody gets it, but <laughs> he's on the originals. I know, well, seriously, because I started a fan board for him and this other character, and, and that's how my whole entire existence, doing all this stuff, has kind of morphed. So anyway, mm-hmm. but I love him, and he's doing great on the originals. He's, you know, he's got such a presence on screen. He just, he's just yeah. really good. He's, he's a leader of the werewolves. So, and he's going to be on True Blood, which I cannot wait. It's the final season. You don't watch that either, do you? You gotta watch no. True Blood. Oh. And do you know what? No, I'll no, no. That's actually not true. I watch True Blood, um, but I don't watch it religiously. Religiously. <laughs> I think it's really funny. I think it's yeah. really funny. And I really love that it's tongue fully in cheek. Yes, totally is. Well, it's going to be interesting this final season. And, yeah, Nathan yeah. Parsons is going to be a series regular as a vampire. So I'm anxious. So when does that, when does I, that premiere? When does that premiere? Um, I believe it premieres in June. Right. I can't remember. I don't know the exact date, but it's in June. Um, actually, Carrie Preston, she plays um, uh, Ar- uh, oh God, Arnell, you know the sassy waitress, uh, red yeah. hair. I think that's her name. Um, she uh, she was on a, a she was interviewed on a Super Geeked Up or something. It's on YouTube. You mm-hmm. just type in Carrie Preston, whatever, and I think that she talked about that. A little bit about the new season, about that and being on. She was also on the, the following. She was in the beginning of this this season, 
she was uh, uh, playing, she was like in love with um, um, Joe Carroll. And then, of course, he killed her. <laughs> so, so it was kind of, I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So uh, anyway, so that's coming up in June. And 24 is coming back in, in yes. May, I believe it is. Can't that's wait. Right. Yeah. And it's called, it's called Live Another Day. And I'm dying for that to start because. I love that show. And you know what? I, was, I like, really miss the show. If if you like Kiefer, okay, I'm going to recommend, and, and you're also a fan of of Robert Carlyle. Um, okay. You know, there are two two pieces that they were both in together, and mm-hmm. one of them was 24 Redemption. Yes. And, and I remember which, seeing that show. Yeah. And that was good. And uh, Mr. Carlyle plays um, an Irish guy, a good guy. Former SAS. He was the guy that helped him, that led him through the field or whatever to get away, right? And then he ends he up getting a, killed. Right. No, yeah, he was the, like, the, um, the you know, he was the star. I mean, he was the guest star. Yeah, and he, and he, but he helped Jack get out of there, and then he got killed or something like that, I think, if I remember correctly. I have to go back and yeah. watch that. Yeah, it was quite good. He He played the guy who ran the school. Yeah, yeah, and then he helps them escape, and then they end up. He ends up getting killed at the end. I, of course, any t- anybody that helps Jack Bauer is going to get axed. You know? <laughs> uh, but no, um, and then and that, then uh, and then there was another movie they did called um, "To End All Wars." They did together. Oh, I have to look that really, To end all really, wars. Is it on to, Netflix? To end all wars. I don't know. Um, it's really intense. It's really intense. It's a World War II drama, and it is very, 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 very intense. Oh, I'll have to check it's that really one out. Excellent. Really, really good. Uh, based oh, wow. on histor- historically based um, film um, about British prisoners of war, Scottish prisoners of war, and oh, cool. Uh, and and I'm I mean I, I like Kiefer Sutherland but I mean I'm like a huge fan of Donald Sutherland I mean he was oh, one of yeah. my he was one of my first little girl crushes. So. Uh, well yeah Kiefer is mine because I mean I've watched him since followed his career ever since first thing I remember seeing him in was Stand by Me and then mm. of course you know The Lost Boys Hello he was like creepy vampire guy yeah. And then just from there, just everything, almost everything has been in. I try to see, but um, yeah. Well, of course, his, his dad was the original Hawkeye Pierce. Yes, he was in the original Mash, right? Yes, like he was. Mash. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, the That's so funny. I'm a huge Mash person. Like I love the series. I watched it. I uh, I loved Radar. He's so cute. And he <laughs> was actually one of the few characters. That carried over from the movie to the TV series. Yeah, which I was surprised. Gary Burkhoff played. Uh, yeah, he he was. I mean, he was not. Right. Yeah, I mean, Radar O'Reilly um, was. Yeah, in both. Uh, in both. I was uh, upset when they killed Henry Blake in the play. In the, I was just like, no, they're gonna kill him off. That was like yeah, one of my favorite like, scenes ever, though. When when radar came in and did that, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, that was really good. good. But the original, the original movie still stands as one of my favorite movies of all time. I really yeah. love that movie. Every time it's on TV, it's like, oh, it's Mash! I gotta watch Mash. 
<laughs> great cast. Donald That's Sutherland, cool. Elliot Gould, um, just uh, an amazing cast. Was Jamie Farr was in it, wasn't he? Was he, was he in the movie or? I don't think or was so. He, no. No. Rene Bergeron played uh, Padre. He played the the priest guy. Uh, oh, okay. And I can't. Um, 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 uh, Frank Burns was played by ah, uh, what's his name? Very well, Larry Linfield. Played it in the TV in the, show. In the TV show, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't um, know on the film. No, no, no. In the film, he was played by. Um, oh my gosh! Let's see. Cast, cast, cast. He was played by Robert Duvall, of course. And oh, uh, okay. Sally Kellerman played Hot Lips, and uh, Tom Skerritt played. Um, oh, Tom Skerritt. Okay. Yeah, Tom Skerritt played the third guy in the tent, along with Trapper and. Uh, um. And Hawkeye, and it was just a great. I oh wow! Like, oh, I, I know I, what I was going to ask you. Did We're you almost ever watch Lost? So oh, you are. Did, did you I watch ever Lost? watch Lost? I watched some of it. Um, I watched oh, the first okay. season, and I, I got disenchanted. I got disenchanted with it. Um, I was just going to mention the Paley panel was really cool. I didn't see it live, but I watched it. It was cool. The tenth anniversary of Lost. That's cool. All right. Well, we are out of time. So um, check us out, uh, blogcritics.org, and check out Chrissy's uh, own podcast and follow her on Twitter at Our Heart Radio. And and, uh, look for her coverage of the Sleepy Hollow panel, uh, which she'll tweet out to everybody when it's up and ready. So it's been fun. This has been fun. And we will see you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, as they say. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Have a good one. (laughs) Bye. Bye.